Hi, beautiful people. Thanks for meeting me at the cave. My name's Sarah, and tonight I want to chat about realization and awakening. So a little bit about myself, since we'll be embarking on this journey together. I was born in Iran and moved to the States in the late 90s when I was a child. And I was fortunate enough to have never lost touch of where I was from, as I would visit every year and go on a hiatus to see my family and just be present in my roots. When I moved to the States, it was a culture shock for me though. I had realized that a lot of the things that my family and I believed in or that we practiced and our lifestyle choices were different. Our principles weren't the same. How we went about things weren't the same. Our discipline was different. It took a while for my family and I to adjust. And I think it was about when I was in fifth grade That was the age of rebellion for me. You couldn't put me in a box if you wanted to. I didn't know whether I wanted to be doing things the Persian way, the American way, sometimes neither, sometimes both. I was a revolutionary incarnated at 11 years old. And it wasn't until my younger sister was born that we started shifting ways as a family and realizing for us, the Eastern and Western ways must be blend. Both have pros and cons to life that are of necessity to each other. And it's much more wiser to understand the two and to incorporate them both than to be ignorant of one another. Understand this. We need to look back on the secrets of the past to unlock the answers of the future. That's evolution. The rediscovery and the lessons learned throughout history. So as a young kid, I was always into the arts and the metaphysics. I'd sit and read books about angels and demons and other areas of the world that shared similar stories and philosophies and poetry, like folk tales and biographies, all things beyond. And I was so fascinated by the unknown and the intangible and also by the knowing of the powers we hold within us as people, as humans. And my great aunt was amused to me when it came to feeling this world and what it could offer. So back home, we would go visit our cabin in the mountains and we had a villa along the Caspian Sea and we'd pick the orange blossoms and put them in our hair and just dance over the fire. I was living my gypsy dream. I was taught how to use cards and coffee and tea as meditative tools for reading and healing musical instruments that would summon movement of the body in connection to the divine, all to guide myself into who I am, to trust my instincts. And I was blessed enough to come from a family on both ends that their spirituality was just as important and sacred to them. If I learned anything from that, it's that you are your own God. Your relationship with your God your higher power, the universe, and all the forces of nature lie in your heart. Your relationship with yourself and the world you live in is embedded in your heart. That is what guides you. And that's what makes you powerful. So trust yourself and trust in the forces of life and death as it is key to understanding your purpose. Understand what this earth is about. Whatever you believe in, give it meaning.
So growing up, this gave me a very dualistic vision on life and on purpose, my purpose. Every move I made was thought in dualistic terms. If I do X, there's a possibility that Y and Z will occur. If I make this choice, another choice follows. Life is always a choice. And you're the boss. You can either welcome the choice or face it. There will always be both, and it's a matter of which door do you want to walk through today. No right paths, for everything is meant to be. I think the mission here for me in this phase of my life is to become one. And becoming one is to understand that I don't need to be seeking anything. I just need to be, and the rest will fall in place. State the mantra, I am all that is. And it can be as simple as remembering to breathe, correcting your posture, drink more water, burn sage, scream, play an instrument, tell someone you love them, tell yourself you love you. Remembering that not everything is in our control, remembering to thank ourselves, honor ourselves. Within a blink of an eye, all becomes a memory. So enjoy this very moment. Enjoy this ride. So since the sun is in Scorpio right now, let's chat a little bit about the overall insight for this. Scorpio is a fixed water sign ruled by Pluto, the planet of life, death, rebirth, and transformation. And it's represented as the death card in the tarot. Scorpio is the child of metamorphosis. It shows us the polarity between the two worlds, night and day, above and below, male and female, and beyond. Pluto rules over our deepest self our unconscious, our shadow, our hidden self, the self that only we deal with, the part of us that stays secret, that we can choose to expose if we feel like it, but oftentimes it is our hidden nature. And here in this phase, we're raw, we're bare, and we're authentic. And that is ultimately where we become the channel between this world and the beyond. And trust me, guys, everyone has the ability to be their own channel, their own master. It takes the right state of mind, right? Your awareness and the right state of being, your ability to be present, to receive any cosmic download. And that's why we here channel it from each other, meaning go be in that state, harness it. One thing that Scorpio teaches us is the ability to be completely and disgustingly unapologetic. To be free. So moving forward, I invite you to be nothing but yourself. Be free. Because all things that are to change, changes here. Are you ready to realize it? I'm going to share a short story today about one of my realizations. That moment of awakening where I saw myself in bird's eye view. I saw myself outside of myself and there I made the biggest level up I could. You can literally feel it. That next level shit. I had been saying for weeks now to my friends, man, it's time to die. I want to die. I want to have an ego death. I want to astral project out of my body and come back a new woman. But in reality, that's not how things work. Because if they did, this world would have been a much better place, right? Instead, it is I that must make the shift. And that happens through the deconditioning of what I thought I knew. 
what I thought I was and go into the becoming of myself, like how the phoenix bursts into flames and then rises from the ashes. I am rising. I have risen. So in my meditation the other day, something unfamiliar occurred for the first time. I began to kind of cry a bit, nothing too heavy, but there was fluid filled with emotions coming up to the surface, ready to release, like a fountain. And in this moment, my ego wanted to ask why, but my soul asked me to remain in this space and to listen, so I did. I fought through this because I wanted to know why, what was happening, but I surrendered and I breathed through it. I took the breath all the way to my heart and breathed from within. And as I began to feel me tearing up, what felt right was to lay my right hand over my left shoulder and my left hand over my belly, gently swaying, hugging myself. And that was it. I was heard. I heard myself. I held myself. This was my awakening, my moment where I knew that I needed myself more than anything else in this world, and I was present for it. And this gave me such an intense feeling of clarity and of safety. Right here, I was safe to be, ready for change. You know, it's important to check your ego, absolutely, but at the same time, don't punish your ego for what it is. Our ego is our skin and our shield, the guard that protects us from outside forces. You don't need to travel beyond measures to have an ego death. You don't need plant medicine. You don't need highly expensed sessions, although all those are extremely beautiful to keep at hand. The ego death happens right here, right now, and only when you're ready, darling. Trust me. So to tame our ego, we must first acknowledge it and then redirect its purpose, aligning it with our soul's purpose. And you can do that in more ways than one, but the most important way is through self-realization and self-love. Because you see, guys, when we do acts of kindness to ourselves, nothing else matters. We're tuned in, centered, and in unison with all that is. So my sweet souls, I invite you to look within, not outside. I invite you to step through, not over. Our oracle for tonight is the sacred geometry of terra firma, the living mystery of the earth. Your true wild destiny is right where you rest. All that you need is within you. Use the great, dark, rich soil of the earth to harness your highest self. Thanks so much for meeting me at the cave. May you all stay in the embodiment of your truest self. Till next time, good night and prayer.